Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita. Come out and watch and wager at iconic Santa Anita Park. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 for reservations. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cowbred. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
And welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm Bob Ike. I'll bring in my co-host John Lindo in just a second. Huge day of racing from around the country. Santa Anita kicks off at 12.30 with a nine-race card. The feature today goes as race number eight, the San Pasquale, a grade two going a mile and an eighth for older horses. But the big day of racing from around the country is Pegasus World Cup Day at Gulfstream Park. They are already underway. A 13-race card will have extensive coverage from Gulfstream today. Aqueduct, 10 races. They're also underway. Oakland Park, 10 races today. Starts at 9.30 our time. And Golden Gate, 8-race card starting at 1.15. John Lindo, we have beautiful weather today in Arcadia and in Miami. No excuses today, John. Good morning. Good morning, Bob. You're right, and great to see the big field sizes at Gulfstream Park for their their feature day today. Uh, you know, it's a long car. They're already they're loading in the game for the third race today. The uh, the Pegasus World Cup goes as race number 13. Perfect weather in, in Southern California. Good card in Santa Anita. We're going to have a lot of fun playing the back-and-forth coast-to-coast pick five and all the other wagers. If, if you can't find something to wager on today, you're not trying. Yeah, that's for sure, John. Well, let's start, though, with what we saw on Thursday night, the Eclipse Award dinner, and let's highlight some of that. It was really the year of Cody's wish, wasn't it? Uh, horse of the Year. His trainer, Bill Mott, was honored, and uh, a, a special horse, special ties with uh, that young man who passed away tragically the day after the Breeders' Cup. So it was a it was a good night for horse racing and a good night for Cody's Wish. Yeah, there were no surprises in the, when the awards were announced Thursday night. Uh, like Horse of the Year, Cody's Wish, and uh, that was to be expected after his win right back, a very game repeat in the Breeders' Cup Mile, a terrific campaign put together by Bill Mott. And, you know, everything that goes along with it, not only the race campaign, but the whole story with Cody's Wish and the Dorman family and everything that went on, uh, it, it was, uh, you know, it was a, a made to it's going to be a TV movie kind of thing, and and uh, congratulations to them, and, and congratulations to trainer Bill Mott. No, not only Cody's wish, but he saddled Elite Power to a repeat in the Breeders' Cup Sprint, and just FYI won the Juvenile Philly. So uh, no surprise at all that trainer Bill Mott won his fourth Eclipse Award as top trainer. And uh, Arad Ortiz has set a new record for earnings in a year by a jockey. Again, the favorite one there as far as the, the top jockey. So, you know, most of the categories were kind of foregone conclusions, and the top names all uh, celebrated on Thursday night in Florida. Yeah, John, uh, I think the odds-on favorite won every category. I, I saw no surprises in any of the categories. Very happy to see Bill Mott. Uh, get his fourth. I mean, this is a guy who's been training now for, what, four or five decades. I mean, he has had just an outstanding career, and he's back on top, and it's hard to do. You've had guys in recent years like Chad Brown, uh, Brad Cox, Bob Baffert, Steve Asmussen have dominated with their number of starters and their purse money, but Mott, very well-deserving, had a lot of champions this year, did a great job uh, Irad, he's just been uh, from strength to strength. You know, I, I, I keep thinking Flavian Pratt's going to get his shot to uh, win that Eclipse Award. But, boy, Irad has a great business, John, and racks up a lot of money and a lot of wins every year, doesn't he? 
He does, and he's so consistently good. You know, you watch him on the big days, and yeah, you, you, you know, you get, you've got to come through with the material. But uh, if you've got it, they get it done. And and you watch guys, and you know, you see Belmont year after year. I mean, decades now of top performances. His horses look good. They run well. Uh, you know, as a horse player, if I like one of his horses, I don't have any doubt that they're going to run to what they what they look like because. He doesn't put them on the track unless they're ready. So uh, guys like that, you root for, you want to see them do well. And, and to do what he did last year without the type of numbers that the Chad Browns and, and some of the bigger barns Todd Fletcher's have, pretty amazing. And, John, kind of following what we saw on Breeders' Cup weekend, California got skunked. We had no Eclipse award winners for the first time in the 2000s and you know traditionally our top level horses have been as good or better than anywhere around the country we had no eclipse award winners in fact only one finalist this year in Muth for the two-year-old division so uh was this an aberration or is this are we starting to see a pattern here you know unfortunately bob it, it just might be a trend we've seen you know, a lot of the top echelon of racing shifts back to the East Coast with the, the slot-infused purses, especially in Kentucky, and to have no uh, equine or humans uh, from California to win an Eclipse Award, that's unusual. I mean, even uh, as uh, things have been tightening up, you had the flight lines of the world out here, and, and Bob Baffert always is going to get a number of really good horses. So uh, there's still the, the top echelon. We're going to still have good horses out here, but I think the depth of the competition and the quality quality of the racing they're they're following the purses and unfortunately right now that seems to be over in kentucky other news this week bob baffert dropped his appeal of the medina spirit case that was an appeal to the kentucky horse racing commission this is now two and a half years of litigation john uh will this change his status for the 2024 derby or is this maybe just a move to try to get things straightened out for for uh, next year's Derby, well, like you say, it took you know two and a half years, but Bob Baffert finally dropped that appeal of a ninety-day suspension he's already served, and uh, you know they were just trying to get the reversal on the Derby for Medina Spirit. That's not going to happen, so he did drop that. But immediately after the announcement came out, Churchill Downs came out with an announcement that this will not affect uh, the rules for the twenty twenty-four Derby, and they emphasized that. Uh, as of this coming Monday, January 29th, all horses must be with non-suspended trainers to be eligible to pick up Kentucky Derby qualifying points moving forward. So you're going to see horses like Muth, uh, you know, uh, Coach Prime, a, a number of his good horses, the uh, Nisos, who we haven't seen yet, uh, and then that good maiden, Maynum, the Mayman, the one earlier uh, in this meet. If they're going to go and try and get qualified to run in the Kentucky Derby, they're going to have to switch barns by Monday. So we'll be following this and see where some of these horses end up. If they're going to stay in the Baffert barn, they made the decisions like uh, like the uh, Ed Albert horse that won the Low South Fraternity. He's not going to a different barn. He's staying with Baffert, so he won't run in the Derby. But we'll see where some of these other horses land, and uh, you know that'll tell you their intentions of what they're going to be going to try and do this spring. And I said a couple weeks ago, John, I have a hunch, I don't know anything, this is a gut feeling, 
that a lot of these, or at least some of these owners, are just going to stay with Baffert and say, forget this year's Kentucky Derby. That's just my gut feeling. We'll see how it plays out, that deadline. Uh, if you are moving your horses, like you said, John, that's on Monday. Well, let's preview today's Pegasus World Cup Day. And, John, after the Triple Crown and Breeders' Cup Days, uh, Pegasus Day has really found a spot on the racing calendar to be one of the the real important days uh, in American racing. And, you know, you can see why. Seven stakes races today, John, over $5 million in purse money. So the quality, the quantity is there, the gambling opportunities. This is just a really great day of racing. It is. Uh, the Pegasus, like I say, race 13, that'll go off about 2.40 Pacific time. You're going to have a full field of 12 in there. And a mile and eighth at Gulfstream Park, they dive right into that first turn very quickly. So the outside post, I'd say anywhere from 9 to 12, they're really at a disadvantage. It forces the hand of the horses on the outside. Either you've got to send and try and cut over, or you probably end up taking back and you're in the back third of the field. And I really do think, Bob, that this race is going to be one into the first turn. Uh, National Treasure, who was beaten nose by Cody's Wish in the Breeders' Cup Mile, he, he's a horse that has to be on the lead or right on top of the pace to do well. We've seen when he gets behind horses, he just doesn't pass. So he's drawn in post number eight. You've got Hoist the Gold coming off a wire-to-wire win on a speed-biased track in the Cigar Mile at Aqueduct. And you have Skippy Longstocking in post 12, who was pushing National Treasure in the Breeders' Cup Mile. Those are the three speed horses that I see. And we're going to find out in that first turn, if they let National Treasure make the lead, I think he's going to be awful tough to beat. He is trained fantastic for this race, and uh, we know what his, his style is going to be. But if Hoist the Gold decides to hold his position drawn inside, and I'm thinking Skippy Longstocking has to go from post 12, if they hook up, then this race opens up a little bit. And I think with either pace scenario, I think number eight, first mission, falls into a trip. This is a horse that uh, has not run a bad race, especially around two turns. He's tactical, in that, and he's drawn right outside of National Treasure. I think he's just going to follow National Treasure out of the gate, and wherever National Treasure is, I think uh, First Mission will be lapped on his outside the whole way around. I know Brad Cox has been pointing to this race for some time, and it's 7-2 on the morning line in a race. that You give a guy like Brad Cox a goal and some time to get there, and his horse is fire, and I think this horse will run a big one today. National Treasure, like I say, if he makes the lead, turn it for the backside. If he's clear, you just say, uh-oh, this race might be over. So that's the race to me, the first turn, and I think under any conditions, I think the best trip may be coming from first mission. Yeah, John, I kind of saw it the same way. I think that horse potentially falls into a great trip. I watched his race again in the Clark. He just ran huge that day. He was down inside taking pressure, put away the other speed, could not hold off trademark, but not for lack of effort. He kept trying. I'm not so sure he didn't get back in front a jump or two past the wire. He's a tenacious horse, winning spirit, and uh, I agree with you. It will be interesting. I got to think Hoist the Gold goes, though, under Johnny V. He's inside of National Treasure. I don't think he has any other options. So I think it could be a fairly hot pace in here. Very interesting race. And we'll cover the last few on that card with our handicappers on today's show. Uh, of course, the uh, the big one, the World Cup, $3 million, the race right before that, the 
the Turf Invitational for a million, and then we have a really good 10th race as well, the Philly and Mare Turf Invitational. So uh, we're going to talk about all those races, John. But let's also talk about uh, what you do with the Lindo Report, because you put it out every uh, racing day here in Southern California, plus you'll add Thursdays uh, for the customers at the South Point. Today you covered both Santa Anita and that coast-to-coast, which you mentioned. That starts with the 12th race today, from Gulfstream Park at 155, and it ends with the eighth race to San Pasquale at San Anita today at 422. So a little later start today, covering a lot of uh, good racing. And, uh, John, you've covered it as well as San Anita. So first of all, let's get a word out about the South Point, a big weekend of football out there as well, and then we'll get a pick from you at San Anita. So South Point first, John. Well, if you're out in Las Vegas or going to Las Vegas and want to catch those NFL Conference Championship games, head over to the South Point. They're going to use their ballroom where they have all their their, uh, entertainment acts at night. They're going to open up that ballroom tomorrow for the NFL uh, football, the two games. And, you know, typical of the South Point, they're not going to – it's free to view. You're going to be able to get hot dogs for a buck and a half. How about buckets of beer for 12 bucks? A $2 draft beers, a dollar popcorn. They don't gouge the players. They want you to come out and enjoy it and have a good time. So that'll be at the South Point tomorrow. You can always wander over to the, the race and sports books and get your wagers down on both horses and the, uh, the football, the pigskin and ponies. So a lot to do there. You can call Steve Johnson at the South Point Hotel, 866-780-7223. Ask how you can get the Thoroughbred LA horse players rate. Very good, John, and let's get a Santa Anita pick from you. Let's go to Santa Anita, race number seven. I like the way number three, Gypsy Tears, ran in his only start down the hill. He was beating the neck in that race. He's got tactical speed. I think he's going to get first run on, on some of his main competition, and let's hope he carries to the wire today. I, I think he's very live down the hill, seven and two on the program. Number three, Gypsy Tears, race number seven at Santa Anita. And, Bob, I know you've looked at that coast-to-coast. You like playing that pick-five wager. Uh, Where do you want to go for a play? Do you want to stay in uh, Southern California or you want to head over to Florida? I'm going to stay in Southern California. I went to the fifth race at Santa Anita today, which is the first leg of the late pick-five, last leg of the early pick-five, so it's always a key race. And I like the chances of number six, Curlin's Chaos, who's the second choice on the morning line at 3-1, to one, stretching out for trainer Antonio Garcia. He showed he could handle the turf first time out when he ran extremely well after a slow start. They tried him on dirt a couple times. He's come out of the gate much better. In fact, I think he's the speed of the field. He removes blinkers to maybe try to relax a little bit on the stretch out. We know he handles turf, and I think he's going to run a big one today. So fifth race, number six, Curlin's Chaos, 3-1 to one under Diego Herrera. That's my radio play. We've got a lot to cover on today's show. In our next segment, Bob Mazursky and Bruce Finkelstein. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday Pegasus edition on AM 830 KLAA and on the Angels radio app. Radio. AM 830. Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at spectacular Santa Anita this winter. With first post time this weekend at 1230, come early on Saturday 
for some world-class simulcast action from Gulfstream Park as they host a tremendous day of racing highlighted by the $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Our main event locally is the Grade 2 San Pasqual Stakes as a field of eight older horses go a mile and one-eighth in preparation for the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap on March 2nd. On Saturday, you can compete for seats in the next NHC BCBC Ultimate Betting Challenge and the 2025 PWCBC. You can play on track or online at expressbet.com. And don't forget, the traditional pick six is back with a $1 minimum and Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita combined for the $1 coast-to-coast pick five with a low 15% takeout. Santa Anita, it's the great race play. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Voices sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And John, we don't have a Calbred of the Week this week per se, but we would like to promote that sale out at uh, Barrett's Fairplex uh, on Tuesday, January 30th. Tell us about it, John. 
sale comes up this Tuesday. The first horse will go through the ring at 12 noon. A great spot to find some newly turned, turned two-year-olds, including hip number 73. This is a Danzing Candy full brother to last year's grade three winner, San, uh, Sanford Stakes winner, Yo-Yo Candy. That was a cowboy that won at Saratoga. If you're looking for a broodmare, how about hip 24, an into mischief mare named Perch. She's in full to Mr. Big, who stands at Legacy Ranch, and she's carrying a full sibling to the stakes winner, Big Fish. And then hip 77, Bob, Amazing Grace is a mare, a four-year-old filly, excuse me, that turns, uh, she's a full sister to the chosen Ron. So there's got to be some broodmare value there as well. So, John, we'll be out there. We're going to have lunch and enjoy the great food out at uh, Fairplex there. And our friends at the Derby Room will say hi to them and uh, get out to that sale Tuesday at noon. That's at Fairplex. Well, let's bring in Bob Mazursky, one of our regular handicappers. His selections appear in the newspaper, the Southern California News, uh, Newspaper Group papers, every racing day, and here at todaysracingdigest.com. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Good. Well, first off, a bit of news we wanted you to kind of touch on is, before we get to the selection part of it, the Saudi Jockey Club has recommended the DQ of maximum security. Bob, this is from the 2020 Saudi Cup. We're going on four years here, and this thing still has not been finalized. So uh, a long and uh, troubled horse is maximum security. He was a lot of talent. But between his trainer and some of the uh, escapades on the track, uh, this poor horse, I don't think he ever got his due. No, he was obviously a very, very talented horse. Got to you know, out of the Kentucky Derby and then this. So, yeah, I just wonder why it's taken this long. I mean, the race, like you said, was run in 2020, and just now they're deciding this. I mean, to me, it was a foregone conclusion that this would be the outcome. So I just question why it's taken this long. And I don't think that money was ever distributed. So somebody no, uh, sitting in that second spot, namely Midnight Bizu, I think sitting <laughs> sitting on a pot of gold here if this thing goes the way they think it will. Anyway, John Lindo, jump in with Bob. Yeah, Bob, as far as handicapping today, the feature race at Santa Anita is race number eight. That's the grade two San Pasqual Stakes. The older horses who didn't head down to Florida for the uh, the Pegasus, they're out here. And uh, it's a good race. You've got a couple of Bob Baffert horses in there. Uh, you've got horses like Newgate and uh, Mr. Fisk for Baffert. And then New Grange coming off a big win opening day in the San Antonio. Yeah, New Grange looked good winning I mean, in his first start of the meet, as you said. Newgate, I thought he had a good sprint prep. Now he's stretching out for Baffert. Uh, and Mr. Fisk, I think, is going to be a nice older horse. I think he's getting better. He won the Native Diver. At Del Mar at this distance, I think a Molinade really suits him. I think he might get the best trip, so I think I'd give him a slight edge. But I think if you're playing, you know, the late the pick four or pick five, you got to use all three. And I think you'll have a winner among those three. And, Bob, uh, by the way, it was good to see you out at the track Sunday. We celebrated Mike Martin's retirement uh, as spokesman for the CHRB. He's still going to be a consultant, but saw a lot of good friends and had a lot of laughs. So uh, it was great to see you, Bob. Thank you. Same here, Bob. It was good to see you. Good to see a lot of people I haven't seen for a while. It was a nice day. I think everybody enjoyed it. And I have to give credit to Mike Martin's daughter, Jennifer. She did a great job organizing the whole thing. Yeah, she sure did. She uh, worked hard. And uh, John Lindo, you couldn't make it up, but uh, they showed a video at the end. It was about 15 minutes. It was an old Delmar gang that has, uh, was going down to Mexico on the off day on a bus, chartered bus, and uh, you will see some exploits from guys like uh, Bill Shoemaker and John Gosden that uh, 
I'm not sure Gosden would want it on his highlight reel, but it was a lot of fun to look back at the old at the old days. And uh, you know, we ran six days a week then, and on Tuesday head down to down to Mexico. So quite quite a run down in Del Mar in those days. All I'll say about that, Bob, is that uh, those stories are for not they're not for the air. We'll we'll talk about those off the air. Yeah, I think it was an edited tape as well. Well, Bob, we want to get a uh, Santa Anita play from you. How'd you see the card today, and where do you want to go? I'm going to go to the third race. I like number three, Fast Giselle, for Neil Drysdale. I thought she ran very well in her California debut behind Rugalak, who was the favorite that day. I think if she runs back to that race, she'll be very tough to beat here. So easy to remember, number three in race three, Fast Giselle. And you had a good day yesterday, Bob. You had five top choice winners. You had the early pick five, which paid $464. So let's keep it going. Bob's selections available at todaysracingdigest.com. Thanks, Bob. Enjoy. We'll talk next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Good luck to everyone today. All right. That was Bob Mazursky, and we'll bring in Bruce Finkelstein from betonbruce.com. And I know Bruce has done his homework. He loves these big type of days diving into the tapes uh for florida and for here good morning bruce how you doing good morning bob good morning john how's it going guys we're doing really well excited about today's card and uh, all the opportunities from around the country and first of all we wanted you to look at the pegasus world cup turf which goes as race 12 it's a million dollar race going a mile and an eighth on the grass full field uh how about a little preview bruce key horse in here that everyone's looking at is Warm Heart, who is the class of the field. If you recall, she ran in the, the Breeders' Cup uh, Philly and Mare turf. She got beat at the wire by the John Godson horse in spiral. Uh, she had a great trip that day. She's a super game. Remember looking at her tapes from Europe in those marathon races, guys. Very classy, very game runner. But I think she could be a tad vulnerable. She After that race at Santa Anita, Went to Hong Kong. I actually watched this race on YouTube, the Hong Kong Vesa Grade 1. She didn't have a whole lot of finish late. And if you look at you know her, her itinerary, the last five, six races, she's been at Ireland, Great Britain, France, Santa Anita, Hong Kong, and then back to Florida uh, for, for this race. You almost wonder if this race is almost kind of an afterthought, if this really was where they, they were targeting. Now, is she classy enough to overcome all that traveling and maybe going over the top a little bit? Yes. But is she worth a gamble? I don't think so. The the lightly raced three-year-old integration could not have looked better. He's undefeated in three starts. Could not have looked better winning at Aqueduct in mid-November. He reeled in the front speed on the turn. He got into the race, and he just dominated the last eighth of a mile he came home in 10 and four fifths seconds and he looked awesome winning he's one of these lightly raced newly turned four-year-olds and i get the feeling that he was pointed for this particular race so i think you've got a horse on the up escalator versus the uh, mayor who may not be going at her best right now another horse to consider here guys if you're into the pace play would be the 11 main event he's won two in a row three of four at gulfstream park he appears to be the lone speed, might be a little short on class, but he's going to take them as far as he can, and he will take some catching. So integration, the three, if you really want to own the race, I would use the nine, warm heart, and the possible speed of the race, the 11 main event. John Lindo, uh, we've got these uh, Golden Hour bets back in play. I know Bruce does an extensive job up at Golden Gate. So, John, why don't you jump in and get that selection? 
Yeah, you know, a lot going on. Golden Gate might get overlooked today. Those Golden Hour bets might get overlooked, and it's a good chance. Like, there, there are get-out wagers, and those are both the double and the pick four. Don't know where you want to go on that Golden Gate card, but I want to recognize, too, Bruce gave out a radio winner last weekend, Mystic Flyers, a nice hit there, Bruce. Where do you want to go for a play up at Golden Gate today? How about let's lead into the late uh, the Golden Hour uh, races. Let's go to the sixth race. You can make your own pick three if you want to at Golden Gate. I actually gave out the, the pick four at Golden Gate today, but let's go to race six. This is a $5,000 claiming race for non-winners twice at the level. And there's a big class drop, and it doesn't look that big, on the three-horse mischievous pirate. Go back two races, late November, easy winner from just off the pace, solid win. Went from a non-winner's 260200 to an $8,000 race, non-winner's twice. It doesn't sound like a big jump. It is. Those are much more accomplished horses, faster horses. The winner was an easy uh, Imperial Hornet, I believe it was, an easy front-running w- winner. She, he wasn't embarrassed, but he was taking about three jumps up in class. Uh, this is an easier race today. Now he's in for 5000 he can sit off the inside two runners here, uh, a man of, of my stature and Jersey Babe. Um, I think he's at the proper level today. So let's go with the three mischievous pirate. You need a long shot, another price horse to throw in. I would take a look at the five-horse duplication who's coming out of a series of route races and kind of makes a little bit of a middle move. I like him sh- uh, turning back in distance at a price. So the three mischievous pirate, my top choice, but I'll throw in the five duplication uh, to lead off the late pick three at Golden Gate. And then, Bruce, we want you to come south and make a play at Santa Anita. How about the finale, guys? The ninth race, we're going a mile on the grass, and I think we would agree here. There is a lot of speed in this race. You've got Mark's Hip, Mastermind, and Gio Venazzo. So you've got three legit front runners. I'm, I'm going to roll the dice with the layoff horse, the eight horse stay in Kotai. This is a horse that won at first asking at Del Mar in July of 22, beat Andy Dandy in an allowance race from off the pace. He showed a nice late kick there, and then he may have been overmatched in a couple of graded stakes races, both at Del Mar and Santa Anita. He actually comes out of a race at Santa Anita that produced three next out winners. He's been gone a long time. He's been away 15 months, but Peter Yurton takes the path of less resistance. He doesn't raise him into a non-winner's two allowance. He goes for 32000 He's got the right running style here today. I saw one of his early December works. He worked evenly and very well against the quick sprinter Jetivator, a horse that ran second yesterday back in early December. So he's looked pretty good in the mornings, shown some life. Uh, I, even off the layoff with this great setup, he, he could be live here. So in race nine, let's go with the eight. Stay in Kotai at 5-1. to one. On the morning line. And Bruce, tell us what's available today at betonbruce.com. We have full card analysis at Santa Anita. The last six races of the day is also included from Gulfstream Park with audio. Late pick four from both Santa Anita and Golden Gate on the best bet options. So check it out. Have a great day. Good luck on uh, all your plays today, Bruce, and we'll talk to you again next week. Take care, guys. All right, that was Bruce Finkelstein. We'll take our time out. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets, Toby Callett from tobycallett.com, and today's RacingDigest.com. That's the next segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA and on the Angels radio app.
Eagles Radio. AM 830. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Horse players, the best of racing is always at Los Alamitos with action-packed racing featured every single night. Trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Winter Derby will headline this Saturday night program. Top sophomores set to race include Rockin' with Energy, the runner-up in the Grade 1 Egbert Million, and multiple futurity finalists Optical Illusion. And don't forget about the big pools at Los Alamitos. The early pick four had a pool of nearly 180,000 last Sunday while the total pool in the pick six was over 160,000 last Sunday. Our first post on Saturday night follows the final race at Santa Anita. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live and simulcast racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, the trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Winter Derby headline Saturday's card. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And just a note, attention business owners, if you have payroll, retirement, or insurance needs, Contact Mitch Ross from ADP. I've personally worked with Mitch on a number of payroll accounts through horse bills, and I can tell you he's professional, hardworking, and pays attention to detail. 
Mitch recently took, took over as my rep on a number of accounts. He's made my life a lot easier, and he'll do the same for you. He knows the racing industry, but whether your business is in racing or outside of racing, Mitch is your man. Give him a call at 616-335-1498. That's 616-335-1498. Or email him at mitch.ross at adp.com. Tell him you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Let's bring in John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets. John, good morning. I know you have an opinion on uh, the big one today, the Pegasus World Cup, the 13th and final, $3 million. Tell us how you see that race, John. Well, first of all, it's a terrific card, and good morning, guys. How you all doing? Um, it's a terrific betting race, and it's a terrific betting card, and the Pegasus, I think, is a terrific betting race. There are a lot of good horses in the race, but I like a price horse in here. I like number six, Senor Buscador. Todd Fincher, terrific trainer. He pulled a uh, Dutro move after this horse ran in the Cigar Mile. And by the way, the day he ran in the Cigar Mile, nobody passed the horse. He came from way out of it to get second. The track was a complete conveyor belt that day. Anyway, he shipped this horse to Gulfstream, and he's been working steady at Gulfstream. Other guys shipped to, to Florida. They go to Palm Meadows. They go to um, a lot of other training centers there. He sent this horse to Gulfstream, and this horse has been training steady at Gulfstream. There's enough early speed to set things up. Not easy to win at Gulfstream when you're a dead and need things to come direct, but at twenty to one on the morning line, no question about it. Number six, Senor Buscador, I think has a heck of a shot at upsetting a big price. That would be a big price, all right, John. Full field, great betting opportunities all day long in Florida and Southern California. John Lindo, I know you wanted to uh, get some info from John Hardoon as well. Well, John, not only did you do the 13 race card at Gulfstream Park, you did the Santa Anita card, you did Oakland Park, you did Aqueduct. I don't know when you have the time to get all this stuff done, but you've been a busy guy. So as far as the second radio play, I don't know if you want to stay in New York or venture to Arkansas or California. Where do you want to go for another radio play? Well, there's double pick six carryover today at Aqueduct, so let's give everybody a single in the 10th and final. And by the way, it's a full field there of 12 horses with a late scratch of the two. Thank you, John. I like the number five horse in here, Reddington, a five-year-old gelding from the Rob Actress farm. His main guy, Kendra Carmouche, aboard to ride. He's listed at 7 or 2 on the morning line. The track was muddy to start. This horse loves moisture in the track. Number five, Reddington, a pick six single. Into, ten, into today's 10th and final out at Aqueduct. So we'll end the day, the 10th and final singling Reddington. And, uh, John, those conditions again uh, at Aqueduct, please. The day started off muddy. It's clear, though. It's a cold day. It, it should, uh, you know, get to fast. Or certainly this, there certainly will be moisture in the track. It rained the whole week, but it is drying out. Well, as John Lindo said, you covered a bunch of tracks today, so uh, give out your information on the website, get everybody there today, and, and we know you've uh, done the work like you always do. G-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com, three best plays, $10 for car, $25. Today we have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oakland, and, of course, Santa Anita Selections. Thank you, John. Have a great day. Uh, we'll be listening tomorrow on Mike's show. We'll talk to you again next Saturday. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well.
All right, that was John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets, and we'll bring in Toby Callett from tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. Good morning, Toby. Good morning, Bob. There's hardly any races left. They've already won four. <laughs> and what, nine more to go, huh? Only nine more to go. It's another another full day. Full day of racing. Well, uh, we're going to enjoy it. We're going to soak it in today. The weather's fantastic at both your coast and ours. Uh, Toby, we wanted you to look at the 10th race uh, as a preview here, the Philly and Mare Turf Invitational, half a million dollars going a mile and a 16th. It's got a little bit of Southern Cal flavor to it as well, a horse we like out here, Ruby Nell. And four horses, or four fillies and mares in here, made their last start in Southern California. So uh, take us through and give us a little preview of the 10th at Gulfstream. Well, we're going to make it the radio play because, you know, when the Colonel Ike and the General Window put out the order, you know, I, I got to put in a little extra effort. And uh, there's actually an angle in this race that uh, that I like. I followed it for years. You guys are talking about the Eclipse Awards and how Freddie and Pratt can't crack the uh, IRAD Ortiz code. Uh, the other Ortiz that is rarely mentioned, uh, he might be the second best turf rider in the world behind Frankie DeTore. And that's Jose Ortiz. He's going to ride number nine, Gideon, today for the first time. I think it's a, a, an enormous rider upgrade. And I, as I say, I, I think this guy, uh, his first time on, uh, on, on grass runners is, is, is really something. Gideon is a tremendous fresh runner. She's been here in Florida uh, getting ready for today's event. And I think she's going to get the right trip. She's six on the morning line. I think her main rival is the seven fluffy fox. Oh, the Ortiz brothers running one, too. That hasn't happened uh, since, like, the first race today. Uh, but then you move along uh, the seven, the uh, um, fluffy socks, as they say, uh, the, the four-star fortress, and the eight queen goddess who won this race last year, speaking of your Southern California flavor. Uh, the matriarch was not a representative effort. Didn't have the greatest of trips. I think she'll be better here uh, back to uh, the golf stream. So I'm looking at the races, nine, four, seven, eight, escape right into this pick four because if you take the John Haldoon horse in the nightcap, you could make a lot of money uh, pairing up Gideon and John Corson the Pegasus. Very good. Uh, John Lindo, what do you have for Toby? Well, Toby, assuming there is not a single ticket winner in the Rainbow Six jackpot today, and it's possible with all these big field sizes, but assuming there is not a single ticket, there's a mandatory payout in the Rainbow Six tomorrow at Gulfstream Park. And uh, I don't know if you've worked on uh, your key plays yet for Gulfstream for Sunday, but, you know, I'm thinking it's a pretty good day to pick up Toby's sheet at tobycallet.com, taking a look, because we're going to have a lot of money in that pick six pool if nobody takes it down today. Yes, uh, there are uh, there are some races, and part of the pick six sequence, uh, there are maiden grass races, which, you know, I foam at the mouth for, and uh, that's where the bulk of my personal play occurs. Uh, the only problem for me personally in the uh, Rainbow Six tomorrow is um, a third of the races are going to be run on you-know-what, and so that will disqualify me unless I can find at least two singles so then I can take two all tickets on the uh, disqualifiable surface to Toby. But uh, I will be interested in races in that sequence, and yes, I uh, between my sheet and uh, my show tomorrow, uh, I plan on providing some help for that Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six, coast to coast, Pegasus, a uh, lot going on in Florida, uh, Toby, right up your alley. So 
everybody get Toby's information today. His sheet always chock full of good stuff. TobyCallett.com or todaysracingdigest.com. Uh, Toby, you gave us your radio play. That's going to be the 10th race, uh, number nine, Didia. So we will be intently listening uh, to you guys again on Mike's show tomorrow. And uh, have a great day of gambling today. Well, thank you, Bob, and thank you, John. I appreciate it. All right. That was tobycallett.com. Uh, John, just uh, we got a couple minutes here before we take our break. Let's note that Edwin Maldonado, uh, who injured a shoulder in a training accident, I think it was about three weeks ago, he was expected to be out five or six weeks, but he got back early and right to the winner's circle yesterday. Yeah, Edwin Maldonado injured a shoulder in a training accident on January the 6th, so he was back quick. And right to the winner's circle with the first race yesterday on Lamborghini. This is a hardworking guy, and, and, you know, he's got a lot of business. He got off to a great start at, at Santa Anita before he got hurt. So glad to see him right back in the winner's circle. Root for guys like Edwin Maldonado. Yeah, he was 6 for 15, John. Got off to a great start, red hot, and then a really unfortunate incident in the morning but it's good to see him back and obviously uh he's right back in top form also john let's note uh favorites winning at a very very high percentage at the santa anita meet 44 percent through yesterday and it's just it's it's frustrating john because some of these races appear to be wide open and then the favorite gets bet off the board like dean Pedersen's on a whim last night who definitely was a contender but four to five in a four in a full field and uh, it seems like they just don't miss these horses that are taking all the money and, and going off at short prices yeah 44 percent is way above the norm and it tells you a little bit of something about you know right now the fields have been a little bit light and there's just not a lot of depth in the fields but it's just amazing how the, the public is really honing in on the right horse they're knocking down the right horses and they're getting the, getting the money you know we're supposed to kind of go back toward the mean so maybe it'll level out but for now uh, favorites are winning an awful lot at Santa Anita well let's take our final time out and when we come back not Michael Rona but the legend of Low Sal Ed Burgart he's filling in for Michael who's on vacation so we get to talk with Ed Burgart in the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA and on the Angels radio app Angels Radio, AM 830. Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at spectacular Santa Anita this winter. With first post time this weekend at 1230, come early on Saturday for some world-class simulcast action from Gulfstream Park as they host a tremendous day of racing highlighted by the $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Our main event locally is the Great Two San Pasquale Stakes as a field of eight older horses go a mile and one-eighth in preparation for the Great One Santa Anita Handicap on March 2nd. On Saturday, you can compete for seats in the next NHC BCBC Ultimate Betting Challenge and the 2025 PWCBC. You can play on track or online at expressbet.com. And don't forget, the traditional pick six is back with a $1 minimum and Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita combined for the $1 coast-to-coast pick five with a low 15% takeout. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. 
Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 30. Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And, uh, John, if you can't be on track today, let's get out a couple options. The, the OC Tavern is bad, back open, and that's big news in San Clemente. Tell us about it, John. Right. It's at 2369 South El Camino Real Road, right off the, the 5 freeway up there in, in San Clemente. I tell you what, good food up there. They've revamped the place. Get up there and take a look. They're open already and taking wagers on Gulfstream Park. Stick around through Santa Anita and through Los Alamitos tonight. A lot going on up there at the OC Tavern. And, Bob, your stomping grounds up at Fairplex Park, the Derby Room. I know they're already up and running. They're up and running. Uh, great food and beverage. Great audio-visual. As I say, every time enjoy Every time I go out there, I have a great time. Say hi to Brandon and Monica. Tell them you heard about it here. And uh, John will be out there to see them as well on Tuesday for that big sale out at Fairplex. Well, let's bring in not Michael Rona, but Ed Burgart coming in and substituting. Uh, Ed, welcome back and welcome to the show. Hey, Bob. Hey, John. How are you guys doing? 
We are doing well. Now, I know Michael just started a vacation, and he emceed the uh, the dinner last night, the California Champions Dinner. So tell us a little bit about what went on there last night. Well, my wife and I attended the dinner. Mike did a great job as the emcee. Uh, uh, Keith Taylor and one of a majority of the awards, uh, Train Station B, of course, who won the Los Alamitos 2 million and Golden State Million Futurities was the two-year-old champion, also Horse of the Year. Impressive was the uh, top older gelding, and Heath Taylor was the uh, overall uh, leading trainer. So a lot of awards going out last night, a good turnout. And like I said, Michael Runner was the MC and did a terrific job. Kathy Manji was on hand representing Los Alamitos, and a lot of optimism was going on with the number of people that accepted awards and how they're going to continue to support California racing. Well, that's good news, and uh, saw my good buddy Nick Sarge Hines uh, picked up an award for his thoroughbred there last night, so uh, that was good. That horse had a heck of a run. Uh, John Lindo, I know you wanted to talk to Ed about uh, what's going on this weekend. Right, well, we've got all this racing during the day, but we've got some good quality racing tonight. Ed, you got the last three races of the Los Al, are the winter derby trials, so some good horses appearing in these trials tonight. Yeah, we sure do. We got three trials rocking with Energy, who was second in the Ed Burke Million last year, and Optical Illusion, who was third in the Los Alamitos 2 million, are the marquee names as far as class goes. And I believe rocking with Energy goes in race number seven, and Optical Illusion goes in race number nine. So three good trials tonight. And A Political Pence, at the age of eight years old, returns tomorrow night in one of the trials of the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship, along with Scoops Dynasty and Jericho. And all three of those competed in last year's Champion of Champions. So we have Two really good nights of quarter horse racing. Well, Ed, uh, let's get, uh, first of all, post time for tonight, and then we want to get a radio play from you. Okay, post time tonight will be at 6 o'clock, and I'm going to go to race number four. Just off the videotape, the number six horse, uh, Drizel, I got pinball badly at the start last time out and finished out with a lot of energy. It's a lot of pace to run out tonight, and the horse I made the morning line favorite, Tis the Prophet, Needs a clear lead to win, which I don't think Tis the Prophet's going to get with the speed of Beauty and the Beast and something uh, fabulous drawn inside. So I'm going to go with the six-horse Drizella at odds of 7-2 to two in race number four as my play of the night. And, Ed, how long are you filling in for Michael? Well, just this weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday, he's on a cruise with Kathy. So assuming the cruise goes smoothly and he gets back in time, uh, he'll be back next week. And do you find, Ed, that uh, you have to knock off a little ring rust, or is do the, the, the time in between and the freshen, freshenings really uh, work out when you come back into the announcer's booth? Well, I think I've got two three-eighths-mile works, and that's about it. So we'll find out <laughs> if uh, I can do it all. But, but I've got some hidden works back there that don't show up in the past performance line, so I think I'll be okay. Yeah, you got a little bit of back class too, Ed. So uh, you can always call on that, you know, in that the the final uh, fifty yards there. Go to go to the stick in the back class, and and you'll be just fine. As long as I don't go to the stick more than six times, okay? Yeah, that's right. We don't want you suspended. Who would fill in if you couldn't make it? Now that Michael's on vacation, that would be dicey. Ed, don't go to the stick too often, but uh, let's get the winner of the fourth race for you, and uh, have a great weekend. We will talk to you uh, when you're back next time around. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, uh, always John. Always great to hear Ed back. Uh, a living legend that's retired, but he gets to come back every once in a while. That's kind of the ideal situation. I mean, how sweet is it to have a Hall of Fame quality announcer there as your backup in case you want to take a vacation? And let's just hope that uh, Michael Rohner is not on a boat with the skipper and Gilligan and he gets back on time. Yeah, he, he's going to get back just fine. And uh, 
John, a great day of racing. Let's mention again, 12.30, first post at Santa Anita, Pegasus card at Gulfstream Park, coast-to-coast bets, golden hour bets, more than you can ask for today. John, if we don't, uh, like you said, if we can't find something to gamble on today, we are in the wrong business. Absolutely, and that, remember that coast-to-coast pick five starts with Gulfstream Park race 12, so a lot of time to get that wager down today. Well, thanks for uh, to Jake Rich, Inside. He did a great job for us today. Mike Wilman's here from 8 to 10 tomorrow. Stay tuned for Andy Harris and the SoCal Restaurant Show. That's up next. Enjoy. Cash some tickets today. Good luck at the races, and we will talk to you again next Saturday right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles, AM 830. Mr. Ed, go right to the source and ask the horse. He'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady 